Last week on Knights of the Ruled Table, the party joined by Chaser investigated Yang Ti Temple turned bugbear cooking school. After defeating the head chef in a battle of taste buds and brawn, they acquire the Mace of Switching, the first of three powerful curios created by the ancient mysterious mage, Voop Dee Doo. Welcome to Knights of the Roll Table. Tonight, we have uh, all of our returning players and a guest player, so we're going to have everybody go around and introduce themselves. We'll start with you. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. My name's Emily, and tonight I will be playing Ramara. Ooh. <gasps> You'll find out more about Ramara Mysterious. later. Mm-hmm. Mystery. Oh, hi. I am Weston, and I am still playing Coach. I'm Matt. I'm playing Celius. I'm Jen. I'm playing Sarsa. And I'm Zach. I'm playing Jarek Dark Harbor. And I'm Chris, and I'll be your dungeon master for this evening. Yay! Woo-hoo! So we <laughs> we're gonna pick things up from right from where we left off last time. You guys just landed in Falcon Reach, the skiff after a. Tumultuous battle with a bugbear master chef named Godron Ramshead. He's uh, a fine fella. And he, uh, through some very good rolls, let you live. Um, you were surrounded by 40 bugbears, so it's actually pretty impressive and smart that Sarsa brought him back to life. So um, that could have gone very differently. We would have become the new master chef. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> This campaign completely gets in a different direction. <laughs> it's completely different. We start holding conversations. Rise, rise over the bugbear yeah. union. Uh, so you made it back to Falcon Reach. Um, your temporary uh, ally, uh, Jarek's former compatriot, associate. associate, thank you, a tabaxi rogue named Chaser of Shadows, or Chase, um, gave you some intel that uh, the gnome, Bartleby Ticklefoot, he had seen him in the Undermountain, which is uh, the area underneath Falcon Reach, kind of going into the mines, sneaking around a couple of times, and let you know that he just has been acting a little bit shifty. So that's kind of where we left off. It is about evening in Falcon Reach, um, right about the uh, point of sunset, and what would you guys like to do? Well, I'm out of meat pies. (laughs) (laughs) I could go for a pint. A pint, yeah. I could go for some pie eating. You can get you a pie on Thank you. Coach, that would be fantastic. Because, man, I just can't. I can't stop myself. Don't get yourself sick again. I, I don't know what you're talking about. That's between us. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Um, I'm fine with, like, eating first, though. You guys want, we can have pie. Yes, I love that idea. Okay. Do you, so you guys make your way back to Petra's Pockets? Sure. Hmm? We had good luck the last All right. time we were yeah. there. So you, you make your yeah, way as there. As far as we know, is the Petra at Petra's Pockets, or is this like a franchise uh, you didn't see You didn't see uh, Petra there uh, by name. Uh, you met like the— a picture of her on the wall? <laughs> there is not. Oh. It's just, it's just the name Petra's Pockets. You met the bartender. His name was Groff, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he was the guy that talked to, you guys want some more? Welcome back. You're not going to bring any friends in here, are you? Oh, 
no. Sh- just like us, last time? Just us today. All right. Uh, would, would you like another plate 12. of... Yes, I'd like another 12. <sighs> All right. Is he played by Jonathan? Misty, we, we, got a, <laughs> we, we need uh, plates again. All right, so you guys eat some Petra's Pockets. Mm, pockets. Sarsa would definitely have at least a couple pints of ale. Why waste tummy room on uh, anything else but these pockets? Um, we also got a special on tap. It's, a, it's something the dwarves like. Uh, you might like it. Um, it's called uh, Whistle Sweat Mead. Sounds delicious. <laughs> Wait, so, is this like made with real dwarven sweat? No, I think it's just like a, you know, paraphrase. So like, by a special, do you mean it's on discount? Like when the whistle blows the, and you're all sweaty, you want one of these. Yes? Yeah, something like that. Whistles or sweat. Yeah, I don't make the metaphors. Fight. I just sell the beer. All right. You guys want some? It's a, uh, it's a little bit cheaper than usual. All right, bring us around. All right, so he brings you this kind of a locally brewed mead, and um, it's it's a little hoppy, but uh, you know it's not too bad. Is the ABV decent? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> trying to remember what that means. Alcohol by volume. <laughs> That's, you you did the I non-drinker just know what in kind the of a buzz. I should be, I should be <clears throat> for the ten-year-olds listening. A A B V is alcohol by volume. Yeah. And it tastes like uh, it tastes like Coca-Cola. <laughs> you, can, you can worry about that when you're older. <laughs> All right. Uh, just then, uh, as you're enjoying some pockets and you've had a little bit of mead, Sarsa, you hear. Hey, it wasn't me. Oh, oh, it's, it's uh, the darn stone, the, the, the thing. Uh, uh, hello, hello. Hi. Hi, it's Bartleby. Oh, oh, hello there, Bartleby. Sorry, we, we just got back. We're a bit of exhausted. No, uh, that's all right. I'm, I'm glad you made it back. I was getting worried there for a bit. Um, listen, uh, I, I'm, I'm sure I'll hear about everything, but um, uh, Kishara wants to talk to you guys right away. Can, can you come up to the palace? I suppose so. We're going to just finish our meal here. Can and we, we never finish a single meat pie without somebody hassling us? I've already Coach, finished four. Oh, are you at the Coach, Petra's oh, Pockets location? Oh, uh, yes, we're at the Petra's Pockets. Oh, I love those. Here. Those are so good. Would you mind bringing me one? Uh, you know, I can't make any promises with the coach around, but we'll see what we can do. All right, no problem. Well, um, just go right into the, the east wing of the palace, and uh, Kishara's uh, um, room is in there. Or all them. right, all right. Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye. All right, uh, that, that was Bartleby. He wants us to be going to the east wing, or west... Oh, I already forgot. Sorry. This meat <laughs> is wing. real delicious. I'm drinking this sweat beer before we go. <laughs> Jack. All right, all right, well, let's... We're Toss off. these back and head on out. Okay, so you finish your... I'm going to get these to go. <laughs> All right, there. I'll, I've got a little uh, box you can put them in. Uh, Coach, if you could see it in your heart to leave one of those meat pies aside, Bartleby was asking for one. Oh, no, it's a pretty long uh, walk, so we're going to have to really uh, find uh, out together. Jarek, you can at least account for the fact that I tried. Yes. All right, let's, let's go. Okay, so you start walking uh, there. Did you want to talk about anything on the way, or yeah. just a little bit of a walk? I think I think uh, this would be a good time for Silly's bit. Coach, I I was reading in my book that that mace is it is I'm pretty sure the mace of switching. I know it, I it it told me its name when I oh, formed right. my bond to it. But even better, there are two <laughs> other uh, legendary artifacts that he made: the bigger bracelet and the spiralite. Are you telling, the, on that. That you're telling cool. this to everybody? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I mean, we're talking, but loud enough where they can hear. Okay. Where did you read that? 
Well, in, in the Traveler's Guide to the Realm, where else would I find it? I suppose that, that's... Hey, Salius, those other objects you're talking about, what, what, what do I do with those two? Oh, the, the bigger bracelet, it makes it so that the wearer can get really big. Mm. And the Spiralite is, uh, it has protective element properties. You can, mm. It gets uh, certain resistances. That's nice, too. Yeah. Boop to do liked that one from what I've read. <laughs> take, a, uh, take a look at this. So I've been uh, spending some time with this mace. And a Kalika. And Coach clicks the button on the mace. And it's the mace, I should say, um, just kind of a quick physical description. It's a shorter than usual mace. Like Sarsa has a mace of disruption. It's a good like three, four feet long. This is a two foot long shorter mace. So it's kind of like a little handheld mini mace. Uh, but in the round kind of, you know, there's not really spikes, but it's just this kind of flattened, round, bubbly part. There's a button that's kind of big and purple because everything's purple here. And <laughs> he clicks the button. And I'm a bear. <laughs> Coach turns into a bear. What in the place is this? There's a few people on the sidewalk. They're like, oh, my gosh, it's a bear. Can I, can okay, I put wait. some muzzle? Is he, hold on, I need details. Is he, like, standing as a bear? Is he wearing his coach armor? Like, No, all my armor gets sucked beard? into my body. <laughs> it all sucks into me, so, so I'm just a kind naked of a, bear. Containing oh. the essence of his armor. Exactly. Oh, yeah. right. Soft. Oh, yeah. You know what? Uh, <laughs> there's probably a good way to make some money out of this. Uh, coach is flexing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, even as a bear, you're getting coach, a little... you guys, for sure. <laughs> even as a bear, you're still getting a little bit of a stomach from all the meat pies. <laughs> it's weird the way the fur stops <laughs> quite, quite high up on his um, legs, so he looks like he's wearing bear shorts. Are you still moving while this is happening, or did you kind <laughs> yes. of stop and... We're still, we're still walking. You're just kind of like walking along <laughs> the street as a bear? <laughs> okay. So um, one of the... Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of pantomiming what, what I think a bear would do. City police comes over and is like, is there a problem here? Oh, no, he's a uh, oh, friend. He turned it, into a bear, you have, but you have, on purpose. Do you, you have a license for this uh, animal? Do you know how to change out of that darn thing? Uh, you can see around Coach's neck, there's kind of a collar, and there's mm-hmm. sort of this glowing purple thing, glowing purple orb. Mm-hmm. So she's going to reach for it and see if she can boop a button. She cannot. Oh, man. Co- Coach, you have a, a thing on your neck. Uh, try try, Try activating that. Here? Oh, oh, you, man. You, you find you don't even have to touch it. It's more of just like a thought internally, but you, you switch back. Well, it worked to help you're happy. Yeah. I'm happy. <laughs> it's very exciting. <laughs> we should find the other two artifacts. This, this is the stuff of legend. Yeah, I just turned into a bear, guys. It was really it's cool. It's really impressive. I, I don't, don't misunderstand. I just, you know, wanted to make sure that you were able to come back. We don't have a license for the dwarf, but I assume they're street legal. All right, right? we'll move along then. Okay. Thank you. Uh, that was nice that day. was very entertaining. You you get inspiration hey. for the night. That means you get uh, advantage on a uh, a roll. Hey, you guys. So like, uh, Chaser did not trust this Ticklefoot guy. Like, we need to keep an eye out on anything shady he might be doing. We don't know if he's on the level or not. Well, it seemed like a lot of his distrust was because of his involvement down in the mines. So it seems to me like that would probably be the first place to look. Why don't we just ask him? 
He seems trustworthy to me. Okay, Salius, why don't you take a back seat on the interacting with the possible spy? We're walking right mind. now. I don't understand. Just, no, Bartleby Ticklefoot yes. might not be on the level. Why don't we ask him? So if we asked him and he wasn't on the level, he would probably lie. And then he would know that we were on to him. It'd be this much is just harder to find more basic information. Oh, fine. You guys are so untrusting. How do we know we can trust? We never made friends. <laughs> How do we know we can trust uh, Chase? We don't. Oh, you definitely can't trust Chase, but he is pretty good at spotting liars. So just, I, I'm just saying, keep it in mind when we interact with him. So like, we can trust. We're walking right into. We're taking him. directions from him. All right. Well. Also, there's not much incentive for Chase to be lying to us about his center. Yeah, I guess that's true. What if, what if Bartleby owes him money? And he wants payback, and he's trying to make us, or he wants to make a fool of you. He didn't seem to like you very much, Jarek. Well, you know, that's kind of a common thing. Well, just, regardless, I think a healthy do- dose of skepticism going forward would be not a bad idea. All right, fine. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to talk about? I'm going to turn into a Mastiff. <laughs> this coach turns into a, a Mastiff. How many charges are <laughs> on that thing? <laughs> Quite a few, actually. <laughs> So you, you get to roll for the day. Yeah, uh, I believe it's D4, it's D4 plus, one. plus one. Jarek, the upside is when all, he's man. in that form, he can't yes. be yammering on. So consider it a blessing in disguise. Of course, I roll four. That's like five charges on this thing. Well, coach can't talk. Perhaps you guys would be interested in the conversation. How have you been? It's been a long time. Oh. <laughs> Arr. Arr. All right. So Saloon. you. W- Guide me. <laughs> you see the, you. the clouds kind of part. Um, above the <laughs> night sky, and uh, a kind of crescent moon is shining right above the palace, and it's shining uh, to the east wing of the palace. Oh. You guys, we seriously need to stop wasting our superpowers on oh. just walking over to the palace. And I'm back. You guys, look, it's a, it's a <laughs> sign from oh, saloon. It means we're headed in Hello. the right direction. Jared, Jared, don't you see? Yes. Yes, let's go there now. All right. Was I a pretty handsome dog? Yes, you were, Coach. Let's go do the mission. I was so handsome. I typically don't gauge my attraction on, on animals and beasts. Ten minutes later, you make it to the <laughs> palace <laughs> after Coach turns into a butterfly and also no. a lemur. <laughs> um, and there's all of the charges gone. <laughs> there's one charge I'm down left. to one. All right. Um, uh, you meet Kishara in her uh, sanctum, and she says, Ah, well, um, thank you for meeting me a little bit later than planned. Um, Bartleby tells me that you went to the Evermist Forest. Um, Did you find anything about Colsatori? I'm afraid we didn't find much about him. Uh, We did come upon uh, a temple area, and we ran into some bugbears. We came back with a rather... Bugbears. Inside of the temple, uh, this is the... Poor taste in uh, creme brulee, if I say so myself. Is this the um, abandoned um, uh, temple in the middle of the Evermist forest? Yeah, the the snake temple, guys. The Hish temple. Yes. Well, I'm glad you made it out um, intact. Um, Did you find anything out about Colsatori? No, nothing about him. It's kind of a wasted trip, actually. Who gave us that information? Well, that's disappointing you didn't find anything. Can I ask you a question, if you don't mind? Of course, my dear. Uh, this is off the record. Uh, I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but uh, how well do you know that Bartleby? Bartleby Ticklefoot? 
Hi, yeah. How long how well, long have you been working with him? He's I've known him since he's been on the council. It's been um, almost four years now. He was appointed as the representative from Zeppelbrum and I've I've known him as well as any council member. I mean we we don't hang out after the meetings or anything, but he, he's a he's would. a is a brilliant mind. Aye. Are there any council members you don't trust so much? Anybody kind of shady? Well, I'm. I, I shouldn't really be telling you this, but like Ooh, a, yeah. uh, I. I don't particularly care for Nuzia. Nuzia Rom is, is very crass sometimes. I. I don't think That's he the old, likes uh, me. The drow, Minister right? of Justice, correct? Yes, yes. But um, he's a powerful sorcerer, a shadow sorcerer. He dabbles in the necrotic studies. Mm. Oh, very interesting. How long has he been with the council? Longer than me. He actually wants my position, but I think he was a little disappointed that I was appointed as minister of the arcane and he got the justice. But um, here I am going on. When there's problems to be discussed. Yeah, what's up? Well, actually, I I do have a question for you. What is that? And she points at uh, the mace that Coach is holding. Have you ever wanted to be a butterfly? It's just a mace that we found. Only in my dreams. <laughs> um, did you find that in the temple? Uh, I've had this for a long time. It's a hidden thing. Make a deception check. <laughs> Versus is giving me Kishara's no eyes over insight. here. Uh, can, can we assist? And like oh, back dang. up and be like, yeah, I totally found it in the temple. Or um, didn't find it in the temple. How would you like to assist? By saying, oh, you know, that, that, that colorful robe you're wearing really brings out your eye there, my dear. Okay, she's a little distracted. Sure, roll with advantage. Well, the first one is the best. Uh, 17. She kind of squints her eyes a little bit, but can't seem to tell if you're lying or not. But, well, um, that's all fine. Uh, it doesn't seem... It reminds though, me of right? something. Well, it just looks purple like everything else around here. What's it remind you of? Well, it reminds me of something that was lost a long time ago. Something of legend. Are you sure you didn't find it recently? Legends? I love legends. Who wants to hear about a legend, I'd you guys? I'd love to hear about Tell a legend. Tell us about the legend. Maybe we can help out with that. We've had a long travel. It'd you be think? nice. Salias looks nervous. <laughs> well, it's... Um, th- there was a famous inventor that lived a thousand years ago named Voop de Doo. Oh, I've read of him. And he created three curios of powerful artifacts that were used against the Yuan-Ti when they were invading the land. And this inventor made these three artifacts for the royalty and the council at the time. And the mace, along with the other two, were used to drive out the Yuan-Ti and uh, some of their higher commanders as well. Seems like the kind of thing that if one were to uh, find, they might uh, be killed for it because it is such a powerful weapon. What do you mean? Well, I mean, yes, of course. Uh, it is. If it is such a mace, um, it would be very powerful, and I would very much like to study it if it was that mace, but... Seems like only, uh, maybe only you can let me the... uh, take a look at it, uh, Coach. You want to look at my mace? If you don't mind. Kind of do mind. 
Well, you have to understand my uh, Kishara, we're, we're quite my tired. Macy's are very uh, special to me. Right. Well, they have some uh, significance from when I was back in Ironhaven. I understand. I respect your time. Well, it's late, um, and I hope that you will continue your quest to find out more about Kulsatori uh, upon the morning. Um, Jarek, yeah. I'm wondering if I might be able to meet with you tomorrow night, if you're not busy. Mm, well, well, well. Right. Yeah, look at that. Uh, just um, business to discuss. Oh, business. Business or like wink, wink, business? Uh, uh, uh. It's just business. Business. All right, that's fine. I had to try. Sure. Where do you want to meet? Here. Okay. In my sanctum. Not now. No, tomorrow night. Tomorrow. Be fine. Okay. Like a phases of the moon thing. Yes. Uh, uh, sundown after sundown. Ooh, right. Hey, anything right. you can wink, say wink. to him, you can say to her. <laughs> I just did say so, it in front of all of you. No. What's your name? All right. Sarsa. Sarsa. I almost said Salute. All right. That's uh, you. Good night, we, everyone. She kind of ushers you out night. when the door is shut. Just then, as the door shut, um, further down the hall, another set of doors open, and out from the doors, Nuzir Ram, the shadow sorcerer, uh, the minister of justice, pokes his head out. I just don't think we should. Oh. Coach nudges Sarsa. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, Nazir, how are you uh, doing? Boy. Coach, if mm. I could make a suggestion, I yes. would advise you to hide that mace as best as you can. It seems like... I heard you were back. I thought you probably would have died. Well... But you didn't. <laughs> and I'm sure you're relieved to see us again there. Yeah, we appreciate hey. that. Isn't it wonderful? We're alive! Yes. Coach is holding the mace behind his back with both arms. As best he can. Well, how have you been? What's been going on while we were gone, Nazim? Well, we tried to negotiate with the dragonborn armies on the eastern coast. As you remember, they were threatening to invade unless they oh, yeah, got yeah, resources. Yeah. That, was, that was your job. You were too busy to do our job. So we did our thing, which was your, job, your was, job. You were sent to do something that was a fool's errand. Oh. Well, Cole Satori cannot be found. He is clearly. Someone of great importance and skill, if he is indeed Massimo Lionheart, as he claims to be. But... Seems like you admire him. All of you are weak and cannot find such a warrior. We were the only ones protecting your uh, princess or your queen, whoever Queen, now. The queen. We are the ones who brought her back safe. Yes, you protected one person, while Kishara and I defended the rest of the city. Well, you didn't do such a great job at that. It burned down. <laughs> we defended the inhabitants of the city. Didn't say Over 400 of them are still alive. Of my library burned right, to the ground. All right, so Salius, truth, truth is everybody. It, mm-hmm. You call yourself a sorcerer. I don't call myself that. I am one. I would like to meet with you tomorrow to assess your skills. Uh-oh. It seems ominous. Tomorrow night. You know I'm married, right? <laughs> come to my come to my office tomorrow night and we will have a test. How do you ask? <laughs> Roll a persuasion check. <laughs> Manners. It's, it's not going to go Bold well. Moves. With disadvantage with because, disadvantage? because you're giggling. What am I? Oh, okay. Well, it's a natural one if I disadvantage. Okay. It, so it's... Tomorrow night. Oh, fine. 
And he closes oh, the door. That's not fair. Seems like everyone's got a hot date, but old Sarasa. Just then. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know further I down. Guys. You, guys? you guys make your way down the hallway a little bit more. <laughs> it's a really um, long hallway. Everybody, everybody just, it, this just is a, beeline for the door. This is a palace. We shouldn't show anybody the mace. Is what I'm, I'm trying, trying to, to hide it. We should, perhaps we should wrap it's the, the last in door the in the east wing, and you can see that these are a couple of offices. Um, uh, out pokes Cole Flintspire, who you were introduced as he is a tiefling, and he is um, the... A bard. So he's from Moonswallow, which is the Bard College, gotcha. and he's the Minister of Foreign Affairs. Gotcha. Oh, but he's yeah. a bard, yes? Yes. Uh, hello, guys. Um, this one's for you, Coach. Oh, I'm glad you all are still alive. Well, thank you. Why I does everybody keep that. saying that? Uh, no, glad. no. Coach, so glad. Coach is doing a crab walk with the mace behind his back. And uh, so every once in a while he forgets and he just kind of flips quite, around. And then hides it's it quite in. a good form there. Nice job. Thank you. He practices quite a bit. What are you doing tomorrow night, Cole? Well, actually, I was going to ask Sasa. Oh, me. I haven't seen uh, another tiefling. We, we don't have very many in town. And uh, I was wondering if you might want to have a drink. Tomorrow night. He's what the tail. heck is going on? Are you mean I can I can finish my bingo? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what that means, but um, would, I was wondering if you might like to meet at uh, the pub near your uh, inn that you're staying at. Well, I've just got one question. Are you buying? Of course. There you turn. You got yourself a date. I'm, I've got a bit of a cabin fever. I should be getting back to my college, but. They won't let me leave due to this uh, maniac that's threatening to kill us all. You know, so how it is, got to relieve some tension. Oh, I completely understand. All we right. had a bit of a hellacious day ourselves. Well, I'll see you tomorrow night then. All right. Good day, all. Okay, nobody let anybody near me, because I want to sleep. Okay, so you guys... With whom? Make your no, way... just tonight, in <laughs> general. Make your way out of the palace, and Thank back to the inn. And you have a night's rest, and everybody can Hold take on. a full rest. Yes. You're telling that to the DM? Or? <laughs> one more charge. Hold on. Oh, okay. I got one little thing left. Coach by himself in his room. Okay. It's going to turn into a poodle. What? <laughs> He's going to say. Is this when you're with Soleus and Jabin? After they go to bed. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little mirror about the size of a book, and you're kind of just like mm. jumping up on the bed. Silas <laughs> so is a light sleeper. Like, yeah. Man, I got. Like, looks up and goes back to bed. Even, even, oh. even my poodle form. Um, <laughs> Jarek, when you go in your when you two go in your room, um, you notice your money is gone. What? Chaser. <laughs> God, I never trust that guy. This I is like, my fault. I think I like so, that dare kitty cat. Mark. What are you going to do, marry that, him? If you marked that you had that money, you do not have that money anymore. That was the 200 gold from the day? Correct. Or? 200 gold from the day that was delivered to you by the guards for a rescue. What were you doing leaving it in the room, Jarek? I just, it was. You had to keep it on your body. That's what I do. Okay. If they're going to take it from me. You can't trust anybody in this profession. You <laughs> Just happen to honor among thieves. That is exactly the point of that saying. I owed him money anyway. That's fine. You guys have a full night's rest Woo. without yeah. much incident. You wake up, have some breakfast. I'm rolling for my... Oh. How many charges do you have? Two. Two. 
two charges on the mace today. Uh, after breakfast, oh, you are. I'm going to use my inspiration. Okay, yeah. <laughs> to get more charges. Sure. Yeah. That was a one again. <laughs> Darn it. You can't. Turn that back. <laughs> you're, you're met in the morning by Callum Moragak, who is the dwarf monk. Um, he meets you and says, I'm glad you guys are still alive. Yeah, um, I'm sure you're very glad to see us, and you're super glad we're alive, just like everybody Jack, else. Jack, don't be salty. Oh, really? I'm, job. I am glad you're alive. Oh, you totally are, and you're not being sarcastic no, at all. Well, bugbears are very dangerous. And I'm sure if somebody left you know 200 we gold in your room, you totally bears. wouldn't steal it. Uh, Bartleby told me. Bartleby? We haven't spoken to him yet. How did he know? I think Kishara told him. How did you know that Kishara told him? See, I'm good at this. <sighs> I, I have a, I'm, I'm guarding the queen. There's talk. <laughs> are you here to see coats by any chance? Well, actually, I was... I'm here to see all of you, but um, oh. I did have a... Uh, Something I want to talk to you about, Coach. Oh, man. <laughs> but we don't have to talk. I uh, thought we avoided this. Coach. Let um, me guess. You, wanna, you want to see me tonight in your quarters? No. No. Uh, <laughs> of course I don't want to see you tonight. What do you uh, mean you don't want to see me tonight? Bold, well, Coach. Have down. you seen his calves? too forward. Well, the thing is, um, the other night, you, you talked to some uh, dwarves at the pub. Yeah. Uh, after the wake, and, well, a couple of them got to talking, and... They found me, and they talked to me, and they want to meet with you. Do they now? Yeah, but some of them are a little bit uh, nervous, see. Nervous? No, there's nothing to be nervous around, well, old That's coach. what I wanted to talk to you about, Coach. So uh, rather than bore this lot, I, I figure maybe we can meet later, and um, we can have our discussion. Just to verify, not in your quarters. No, I'm, I'm going to be guarding the queen, but... okay. Fantastic. In my quarters, no. I, what of course can not. we do for you there, Boyle? Well, um, I thought I might uh, escort you back. Um, we're supposed to meet Bartleby to do a little bit more research. Uh, something about a, something about a, a library or something like that. I I had to, a library. I was, I was gonna t- I was gonna take you back uh, to meet Bartleby um, towards the library. Oh, let's go. All right. Let's uh, go right now. Do you mind leading the way? I, I need to have a quick private chat with my friends here. It's lady business, you understand? Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> lady business. You're chatting about Just lady business? Just give me five minutes, all right? I'd, I'd hate to all right. worry with But don't leave. Sort of we definitely want to see the library. Yes, de- definitely go there. All right, I'll wait outside. Yeah, we can't wait to see that. Okay, uh, what was it? Does anybody else think... That it is mighty suspicious that, A, he knew about the bugbears and also that Bartleby sent us into that there temple, into the area of that temple. I think he may be trying to get his eyes or his hands on that mace that old coach has wound up with. So I think we'd be very smart to keep it as far away from him as possible. And that he didn't want me to go into his quarters. He's hiding something. (laughs) Coach, I think think you're coming away with the wrong thing here. Everybody else got invited to something. He wants to meet with you. It's cool. You're going to meet some dwarves and stuff. <laughs> you love dwarves. I think we should wrap the the hilt of your mace in some sort of cloth to hide hide the light of the night crystal. All right, here. Oh. <laughs> Just saying, I think we'd be wise to give him a, a wide berth. Listen, I don't really trust anybody, so let's be careful while we're alone with these folks. But, uh, you know, I do think that What's his Bartle, Bartle board, Ticklefoot. Bartleby. I do think he sent us to that temple to do exactly what we did and not find Cole Satori. I think you're correct. Maybe he knew about the mace. Might have. 
But I would say we'd, we'd do well to keep some distance between him and that mace. Coach is wrapping his uh, wrapping the mace in a rope that he has on him. It's like it's hemp and rope. So okay. he's kind of wrapping it just to cover up some of the more mystical e elements of it. Gotcha. The book did say that the mace was lost in the Battle of Scales in the Forest of Evermiss, so it is quite possible that he would have known. All right. Well, uh, let's be off, Tim. So Callum leads you kind of back towards the um, towards the palace, but not to the palace. It's a little bit off to the side. Um, he leads you to a place called the Arboretum, which is basically kind of like a preserved forest and grassland. It's in the middle of this big metropolitan area, kind of like Central Park in New York. Um, there's a lot of people lounging, and you see several groups of people doing organized forms of fight training, exercise, guided meditation. This wouldn't be so strange if there wasn't so many of them. So apparently, you know, guided, focused fight training and meditation is really big here, kind of um, sort of Eastern eastern vibe uh, with all of that. Um, after a few minutes, he stops. He kind of holds his hands up. And he says, I feel a presence. It can't be. I haven't... From about... That presence in a long time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, everybody make a perception check. <laughs> uh, 17. 12. Ooh. 20. Okay. 19. All right. Um, everybody except Sarsa, who is fascinated with the fountains and trees around, and she's just loving all the birds, and it was like, it's very high altitude, so it's like, ooh, this is amazing. Um, nice breeze. But the rest of you notice um, from about 50 feet away from behind a tree, uh, you see uh, approaching you a smaller humanoid female. She's wearing simple leather armor and pants, uh, but as you and kind of a longer uh, cloak. But as you get closer, you notice. Hey, Sarsa, check this out. You notice she's got turquoise blue skin, and her black hair is floating as if in slow motion. It's like squid ink moving through water. As she gets closer, still her eyes are a piercing light blue, and she's staring right at the dwarf monk, Callum. Oh, who's that? Callum, I think you got a friend over there. Got some competition, coach. Where, where have you been? Uh, I haven't seen you since we got out of Darkwell. Where have you been? I've... Oh, she's mad. I've been... I've been here. I've been trying to make the best of life. Trying to make the best of life? Talk about... Betrayal? <sighs> Ramara, we, we lost him. We, we can't do anything about that now. I don't know. That's not what I hear. I don't believe this business, this, this Colsatori business. Uh, I mean, I fought him. He, he, something was off about his fighting style. He, he says he's Massimo, but sounds like him, but that can be faked. We need to find out. I need to know for sure. Um... Uh, Hi, I'm Jerry. Uh, let me uh, introduce. Sorry, um, let me introduce you to everybody. Uh, no, I mean continue. This is uh, well, very. This is um really cool hair. How this is that like product or? This is Ramara. She's um. Hi. She and I were adventuring members with uh, Massimo. Oh, fellow adventurers! I reach out to shake hands. I, I will shake hands reluctantly. <laughs> Sarsa just kind of like crosses her arms and looks her up and down. I can't leave the city, Ramara. I'm, I'm, I've been tasked with protecting Queen Mora, but 
this lot right here, they, they're actually quite capable. They, they might be able to help you, and they've been actually tasked with uh, trying to find Gols... I mean, Mossimo, whoever he is. And I think you could really help him. Which Substantially you- more capable than we look, honestly. Did you know Massimo? Did I know? Mass- is that a sailor right? Yes, we, we both did. We were there when he, when he fell. What exactly oh. happened? It's, it's a long story, and I don't want to talk about it. Not with strangers. It's not your fault, Ramara. Well, let us introduce ourselves. I'm Silas. This is Jarek and Sasa and Coach. And yes, Silas does like this overly elaborate. You can come back. We can have some uh, sweat wine and get to know each other. (laughs) It's better than it sounds. Hello, Knights of the Roll Table. This is Chris Daly, your Dungeon Master for Season 2 of the podcast. So, hey, we had a contest. We thank you to everyone that entered in the contest to win some original art. Five winners will win a print of the Season 1 characters, which we will post on Instagram sometime this week. And one lucky winner will also receive that print and some custom art of a character of their choice. So without any delay, the five winners of the print are... Kichi Okami from Twitter. At Feelsbender. I'm probably going to pronounce a lot of these wrong. At Born Limitless. I said that right. Uh, At Sir Ari. And at Cynical X Sister underscore Sour X Soul. That's a very long one. (laughs) They're all going to receive a print of the season one characters drawn by yours truly. And finally, our grand prize winner from Instagram at just a lil dot nerd. So just a lil dot nerd, you're going to get an original art character drawn by me. We'll be reaching out to all of you soon for your details. Um, Thank you to everybody who entered And we will definitely do another contest soon. You know who we love? All of you listeners. You know why we love you? Because you're listening and because you left a review and rated us five stars on iTunes. But Chris, you say, I didn't leave a review on iTunes yet. I was too busy making my Blue Apron meal while building my Squarespace website and wearing my Warby Parkers. None of those are sponsors of the show, by the way, but we wouldn't say no. (laughs) Well, fear not, Ethan. It's not too late to leave a review or a rating. Just go to the Apple Podcast app, find Knights of the Rolled Table in the search bar, scroll down to where it says Ratings and Reviews, click on that tasty button, and you can do either or both. Do both. You can also review us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podbean, or YouTube. We're on all the streams. Just leave us a review, and we will appreciate it, and we will love you, and we we love you anyway, but we'll really love you if you leave us a review, because it helps. It helps other people find out more about the podcast, and uh, more people can listen to it, and that's awesome. We'd appreciate it if you check out our social media, at Rolltable on Instagram or Twitter. This week, see all the characters, maps, how-to, funny D&D tips, and photos of us with funny quotes. We know we're not the only D&D actual play podcast out there. There are so, so, so many. So we really honestly thank you for listening and giving us a chance. Weston Gardner, who does all of our theme music and sound editing and speaks two languages, maybe more? 
I forget, can make a custom RPG anthem for you. Check out his audio skills and hire him at Make My Anthem. If you want to see more of my art, check out Daily Tunes RPG on Instagram, where I'm doing Inktober 2019 drawings with a D&D theme for each prompt this year. Hopefully I'm not too behind when you check this out. If you have a D&D question or need some advice on your campaign, ask any how-to D&D questions on our email, knightsoftherolltable at gmail.com. That's all of our announcements. Now go out and make life an adventure. Look, you seem great. I just need to, I've got a thing, okay? You wouldn't understand. I'm... Listen, you know what it's like to lose someone. We lost a dear friend to the hands of that Cole Satori just a few days ago. Alright, he killed Cobbles. Cobbles was a friend and an associate. So we understand exactly what you're going through. You don't have to act like you're big, tough, nasty. Ramara, I, I would go with him, but I, I have to stay and protect the queen. I really think it would... I think it would make both of us feel better if we knew for sure that it wasn't Mossimo. Yeah, that's what I want to do. I don't know why you're stuck here. That's more important. It's Massimo. <sighs> I made the promise. I, I, I have to. I have to keep that promise. Wow. Wow. I just. I can't leave the queen unguarded. She's in danger. All right. Well, then I'll just go on my own. Go with them. Go with these folk. Well, lady, let us assist you, or you can assist us. What you can, whatever way you think would be the most help. Yeah. What do you do? What do I do? Yeah. Like, what do you do? I mean. I can throw stuff. She can <laughs> yell at things. Is that really what you think I do? Uh, this guy over here, he I light stuff on fire right, sometimes. Right in the middle of me a lot. right in the middle of you talking, you hear Ramara's voice in your head. Oh my she, gosh. She says, "Don't ask me what I'd do again, or I'm gonna make you do something really bad." How did you do that? What are you talking about? It's She's there, but she's here. She's in, in my dome. You're doing the thing, aren't you? It's all up in my dome. Just don't ask me what I do, okay? I think if you help them, bring your skills to whatever they need to do. Uh, all right. I mean, if that's, if that's all I can get, if that's all you'll give me, I'll, I'll take these four. Until they find a replacement for me, I'm, I'm bound to protect the queen. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's get this straight. You aren't taking us. We're taking you. I mean, she's probably taking us. She looks pretty rad. Coach, I have a feeling she could squish your head there like a wee grape. Let's just go with this. Coach, let's just roll with it. Okay. If you're coming, that's fine. Ramara, whatever we can do to assist you, we would be happy to help. Great. Thanks. um, I'm happy to explore any and all leads. To the library. Oh, insight check. Is she happy? (laughs) Or is she with Roll roll an insight check. Well, that wasn't very good. Four. Come on, math, 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 four. A five. Static. Um, (laughs) She's she's real hard to read. She's really hard to read. Her presence um, makes you generally confused and uncomfortable. Mm, I thought, what was I doing? <laughs> so you make your way to the library and you see Bartleby um, in the main hall oh, look at the uh, of uh, <laughs> uh, this is the Amethyst Archive. 
Ivory columns stack and twisting staircases. Uh, glowing purple spheres hang from high ceilings, providing light, and there's sunlight shaped like triangles in sort of a um, sunburst pattern high above you. So, Salias, uh, you actually have access to every section of the library yep. um, uh, because of your background. So, you are met by Bartleby, and he uh, says... Hi, everybody. Uh, Hello, Bartleby. Uh, it's good to see you all again. Uh, oh, and um, Ramara, I I haven't seen you in so long. We're with her. Oh, oh okay. you know each other. Well, I, I, I know. I mean, we, we met, I think, about two years ago. It was um, when... Yes, uh, during the, the medal ceremony, yeah. Yes. Um, well, uh, I, I, are you helping out... Uh, the party here. For now. Uh, by the way, is there something I can call you besides just the party or the, the gang or something like that? Do you, do you guys have a like a like cool a code name or something? Name. Like a team name or something? I I feel, you know, a that's always name. kind of fun, you know, like so I can call you like, you know, Squad 4, uh, Emberbrook 4, or, or 5, I guess, or, you know, what, whatever you're going to be called. Well, it's something to think about anyway. Uh, I like it, team names. It shouldn't be 4. Salius might die. I guess you can just leave it open then, you know, yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe not, it doesn't have to have a number, but. You're going to have to ruminate on that for a moment. All right, well, think Why about that. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, <I like> <laughs> the ruminators. As, as you're talking, oh, no. you see these little gold uh, balls kind of um, float by in the background and then, and then one floats by right in front of you and they have mm. arms and like these little clockwork eyes and they're going. I've played this game before. Batter up. Uh, those are the fetchers. Uh, they'll actually fetch books for you, and you just tell them what, what volume you want, and they'll they'll go find something for you. So, Because some of the bookshelves are like uh, 20, 30 feet high. Uh, I thought you guys might be able to do some research, uh, maybe find out a little bit more about the Massimo or Colsatori or, or, or that temple that you guys went to. Yeah, we, we, I would love to look. I'll, I'll be in the restricted section as long as I can be. Don't spend too much time in there. You know, Barsby, I'm going to be real frank with you. Books aren't really my scene. Okay. Well, uh, I don't really have any other leads. Well, perhaps you could answer a few questions for me. You see, I'm fascinated sure. by this here city. Never seen a floating city before. Oh, yeah. It's it's quite quite fantastic. I imagine, you know, I, when we were sailing around, I was noticing that there were some lower levels there. Lower levels, yeah. Uh, well, the lower levels are mostly the... Um, the, the the dwarven mines, and uh, oh, yeah, they. Oh, you make your way down there. I, I, why, why do you ask? I was just well, I mean, if you're going to be telling Sorry, me about so stuff. he doesn't have a lot of access. He's probably not even allowed. Uh, well, I mean, I, I am allowed in different places of the city. Just that there's some not, things. Not a cool place like the mines where they have all that. Well, no, I mean anybody can go in the stuff. mines, uh, but. Uh, I, I I don't go down there. Uh, that's that's dangerous work. Uh, I I have to stay up here, in in the in the palace area. So you've never gone down below. I'm sure I've gone. Yeah, I, in fact, I've been on there um, uh, about a year ago, maybe uh, a couple months ago, I, I think. Uh, you know, maybe just somebody was having um, a question about the technology down there, and I went down there to probably fix it. Yeah. I want to hit those balls real bad. Salius <laughs> <laughs> oh. is just going to go off to the restricted section. Okay, Salius goes off to the restricted section. What would you like to do? I'm going to follow him. Okay. Yeah. Salius and Ramara make their way to the restricted section, and 
they are met by a male elf cleric who is standing in front at a little podium. May I help you? Oh, yes. I, I have access to the restricted section, and I, I, I wish to look at some of the uh, volumes that you have here. Uh, give me your palm, please. He hands it out. He takes your palm and kind of places his other hand on your palm. You feel kind of a warm glow, and and then there's a yellow light that kind of goes. And oh. Then, oh, yes, you may enter. Oh, thank you. And then he goes to Ramara and he mm. says, "And you would like to go in as well?" Yes, I am his companion. Um, I would need to check your access. And he holds out his hand. I'm gonna place my hand on your. Palm, uh-huh. but uh, with uh, with like real like force, like pushing down. Okay. Yeah. Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, uh. Ow. Um. All right. All right. Yes. Uh, of course, you can go. You may wish to let her. Oh, you did. Okay. Okay. Go. Go ahead. So you both you guys both go in. And is what are you looking for? I think uh, Silas would want to poke around for books on uh, do. Sure. And also on um, on Colsatori or Masamo, anything that we could find on there. It's probably nothing on Colsatori since he right, just right. kind of came into existence a couple days Same ago. Uh, uh, but Masamo, you could probably find some things for him. Roll an investigation check with uh, advantage because Ramara is helping you. All right. Uh, investigation, that would be a 10. So it, it takes you guys about an hour, but you do find a couple of books. With the Fetcher's help, um, they, you keep kind of mispronouncing stuff. <laughs> no, voop da do, voop da do. Not voop da do, voop da do. I said it wrong. And um, so they, the Fetchers go and find a couple of books about... Uh, uh, the the nope. the, dawn, the did you say the bygone era <laughs> and the dawn era and um, inventors of the realm and uh, Marcasian lore and legendary weapons and things like that. So you do find a couple of books, um, and we'll come back to that in just a bit. Back with Sarsa, Jarek, and Coach. Um, what would you guys like to do um, while you're in the library? Uh, is Bartleby staying in the library as well? He's just kind of sitting there with you guys. Okay. We'll probably just chat with him a little bit. Okay. So tell me more about uh, how you got to be on the uh, the council here. Oh, well, uh, I was asked to be on the council uh, a few years ago uh, as a representative from Zeppelbrum. It's a great little town. Have you ever been there? Oh, no, no. Tell me about it. Well, uh, it, it's on the. Uh, it's near the eastern town. It's kind of a lake town, um, mostly gnomes, uh, but there are a couple of uh, uh, half orcs and, and orcs there that oh, we, we get along. Yeah, you know they they do a lot of the big labor and we do a lot of the thinking and inventing oh, and stuff like that. Um, and um, and yeah, it's a beautiful lake. Uh, it's a, a very very tranquil. And um, yeah, we we just do our best. Of course, the dragonborn. <laughs> Are threatening the East Coast have uh, invaded a few times, mm. and um, they. What are your thoughts on those dragonborn? To, to be honest, I don't really like them. I, I, I mean, I, I'm sure they're nice people, but you know, when they're threatening you with uh, swords and and arrows and things like that, I mean, well, they they they, they want to take all of our resources, and and we're the first town. Sorry. Um, the first town what? The first town that you get to in the realm from the East Coast. Uh, ah. Well, I, I, I've I've mentioned a few times to the council that we should have better defenses, but well, the king at the time, uh, Queen Mora's father, he mm-hmm. turned me down. Uh, he wouldn't let me build anything. 
That's probably was really frustrating for you. Oh, extremely, yeah. I understand. I understand completely. Well, anyway, I should probably go. I'll let you guys do a research. Um, if there's nothing else you need from me, um, I uh, hope that the uh, research goes well. And uh, let me know if you need anything. You have that sending stone. All right. Thank Good. you, Bartleby. All right, bye. He kind of skittles off. I don't trust him. So anything else you guys want to do? Somebody needs to hold these hammers for me. <laughs> hey, Sarsa, can you grab one of those? <laughs> uh... Sure. Don't coach. What? No. What? Just don't. You want to try to grab one no. of the fetchers? Don't. Uh, don't coach. <laughs> no. Give me. Give me the old curveball. Uh, well, Sarge would probably just take you. a moment, see if there's anything on saloon, and like just maybe do some light reading on that. But okay. uh, that's a fetcher more. comes up to you. Uh, do you have any uh, texts on saloon? It kind of zooms off. And, and a few minutes go by, and it comes back with uh, two books. Uh, one of them is blue with kind of a glowing trim, and the other one is black with a ebony um, wax seal. Ooh, black one, please. Yes. Okay, okay. so, so you, you read that through that. Um, roll a um, just a general wisdom check. Fifteen. It's pretty thick, heavy stuff. Uh, very... Um, ancient kind of Gregorian nature uh, text uh, all about saloon. Sorry, so we get bored real quick. Yeah, it's, it down. it's kind of boring, but um, it, it goes into how great saloon is and, and her her majesty and, and the, the, the worship of of saloon and, and the night mother. She'd probably that. read that for about five seconds and get bored and then be like, all right, uh, do you have anything on uh, those crystals that make this here city run? Does one of them show up with a book on saloons like bars? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Dancing girls. <laughs> nope. Much, much more interesting read. Nope. Uh, anything on those those crystals here to make that city run? Yeah, you you, you find a couple, you were brought a couple of books, um, several books. Some of them are very technical, and some of them are kind of a little bit more general on the history of Falcon Reach. So, and Just be interested to find out uh, how they're mined. And, uh, it does talk about the night crystal technology being mined, um, kind of being founded several centuries ago. And the first person that came up with it, Elium Frostbeard, he was the first dwarf who forged the night crystals and created the process for the Founder's Stone. Elium became the first leader of the realm, naming it after his mother. So I think this might fit in earlier, but like Jarek trusts Sarsa to, as long as she looks confident, she trusts, he trusts her to work Bartleby, any information out of him. And I also think Jarek's probably not been around a lot of books. Doesn't quite... Trust that when he pulls out the first book, that guards aren't going to come out and yell at him, and the seekers aren't, or the yeah. fetchers aren't going to come and grab him. The, the fact that everything is free and accessible yeah. is is very mind blowing. Well, to so you. when they let him, I think he looks at one. And he only speaks common and uh, under common, maybe one other language. So there's probably a few he has no no idea. Even a couple in common is like above his vocabulary level. But he like pages through a few and just kind of like admires them and how much like knowledge is gathered in this building. Okay. Coach is also going to disappear and come back with pastries. Okay. <laughs> yeah, time and that goes by. Um, uh, pockets? No, just... Or, uh, oh, just like... I couldn't find the pocket place. Like a bear claw and... <laughs> but just like... Where did just, you get that? Although it was outside. Somebody was selling them. Yeah, yeah, well, cart. don't touch any of the books. You're going to get them all messy. Why would I touch a book? Can I have one of okay. those? I think you've had plenty. 
that's not very nice. All right. Anything else you'd like to do in the library? Well, I don't think so. Salias would stay there like forever. So, what did we find in the Salias? <laughs> what did we find in the uh, restricted forbidden section? Anything? Yeah. So the the information that you found on Voop to do. There was a couple things, uh, passages that stood out to you. Okay. Actually, Ramara is the one that found it. It mentions the three curios. Okay. And specifically, because the information in your Traveler's Guide to the Realms did not say where, other than the mace, which right. mentioned Hish Temple. There was uh, information about Vuptadu making notes, and it actually had kind of a, a scribing of... Uh, some of his last notes in the last area of his life, he was quoted as saying, uh, I shouldn't have left it in the falls. It's not in good hands there. So I, I think when we got back, uh, Silius would try to gather the party, the unnamed party that we have, and say, there's a good chance that Vope de one of his curios, is in a place called the falls. Does that mean anything to you? The uh, falls, probably like a waterfall, right? Zeppelbrum Falls. It was on that map that we saw earlier. Oh, that seems very likely. He seemed to think that it was in 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 not good hands. We should definitely go there and try to capture this. It seems like these are very important. And Ramara, you've been to Zeppelbrum before, so you know that community a little bit in your travels. Yes, I have been there before. So, Ramara, tell us all about Zeppelbrum. So. Here's the scoop. <laughs> There's a lot of brooms and a lot of zeppels. <laughs> Zeppel broom. So you're saying it was adequately named? Yes. And uh, there's one. Uh, there's one big waterfall, and under the waterfall is a is a big underground lair that uh, kept it, it. It keeps getting recaptured by uh, different. Zeppels. Warring tribes, yeah, different zeppels. Uh-huh. Zeppels um, of tribes, <laughs> of course. And they, you have you have heard um, they're very dangerous to go into, and uh, anybody that ventures in there usually goes missing. So one of the things that you had talked about with your adventuring party with Massimo and Callum is going in there and like taking care of whatever it is, but it never came up, and you instead went to Darkwell. I was just joking about the brooms, guys. That was just that's my humor. <laughs> you'll get you'll get used to it. Um, I don't get it. Ha! So there's dark stuff at Zeppelbrum. There is, there's something bad there. Oh. And uh, we spoke with a lot of people that went into the falls and never came back. That is my kind of place. If there is a curio there, we must go. We cannot let that kind of power be in the hands of, of, of evil. I, mean, I haven't heard any better ideas. What do you think, Jerk? Well, it sounds kind of like that temple. If one of these other, the bracelet or the spiral is somewhere, it sounds like it might be someplace like that, right? Maybe we could find a cookbook before we go and you could brush up on your skills. Okay. That's exactly what I was thinking. I feel like it's unlikely seriously, I'd be called on again you really, to make another creme brulee. really let us down there. <laughs> that creme brulee was so... You know what, the rest of you paired off, and I was left on my own to do the most difficult course, okay? So maybe you could step up next time. He liked my course a lot. <laughs> uh, did you decide that you want to go to Zeppelbrum Falls? Yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. Okay, so for the sake of time, we'll say that you make your way back to the skiff. 
um, which is in the same place is it was before. Is close enough that we can go and come back in time for our dates tomorrow? Yeah. We've got well, it, it is tomorrow. So, oh. um, so it's in the morning. You can, I mean, you can make it to the falls within about two hours. Event trip. Time. And we'll see how, we'll see how long it takes. We'll oh, see. Or maybe, um, or maybe we should hold off till after the gatherings and nope, we go one today. No, so, we're ready. We got to so do you guys, something today. And, and Ramara comes with you and uh, oh, you guys uh, take this, you see this floating skiff and on the side of it, uh, it says the Crescent Squall 2. Now, when when you guys were, oh yeah, that's fine. Okay, so you just kind of fly Back there. the open ocean. Ah, there. <laughs> and you kind of float away. So it takes a couple hours to get there, but then you get to the falls. There's not Fast really travel. a place to um, land in like on the rocks of the falls themselves, but you can land in the water or you can land in Zeppelbrum itself. What would you like to do? You guys want to I go mean, to- we're trying to be efficient. I got a hot date tonight, so okay. I'd say I'd just like land on the water. And Sarsa uh, actually has uh, the ability to cast a walk on water. It's for myself and up to 10 willing creatures. Wow. Um, you His get this for one hour. Definitely. <laughs> so do you want to do that? Go ahead and we're going to park like in the lake. Okay. <laughs> you park right in front of the falls. You As as you guys are flying in, there's a pretty massive lake. It's, it's uh, you know, it, it, you see mountains around it kind of on the west side of the lake. And on the east side is Zeppelbrum. It's a small Small town, uh, but but thriving community. There's some farms on the outskirts, and you guys pull pull in your skiff, and it lands on the water. And um, there's a big waterfall in front of you. There's a couple of rocks to the side, so you can dock your boat close enough to get on the rocks to actually go behind the waterfall. All right, so we get in and out, and we get on with our lives. All right, let's do it. I don't want to dawdle. This is not a joke. Yeah, this place is bad. We met a lot of really strong folks that never came out of there. So get your game faces on. This is not a this is not a day trip. This is like a like a morning mess trip. You up trip. It's still morning. Don't take it lightly. I mean, a morning it is a day it. trip, but it's like a serious one. Like you guys a, seem like nice people. Hey. Well, some but you know what? I will leave you behind. I will. I have no hesitation. I will well, just, hey just there. so you know. Same to you. Yeah, all right. Yeah, feeling is well, mutual. Let's get going. I'm not going to leave you guys behind. Just just so you know, like, that's not something I do. No, it's hard to get rid of Coach. He's always there for you. You guys make your way into the, uh, through the waterfall. You have to go through a couple of feet of water. Which we can walk on top of. Which you can walk on top of. You, you don't have too much right now area Wait, of. If we try to go through a waterfall. You don't start walking vertically. It's <laughs> it's, it's more yeah, to like push through it. It's, like a a very, like, it's a very tall water. Uh, the, the water itself is more mist as you're going through, so it's kind of this light. And Ramara, you actually feel kind of a, a bit reinvigorated when you go mm. through it. It's it's been a while since you've been through like this clear water, and it it touches you, and you you feel an essence uh, like home. Like it, it feels really nice. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit less grumpy, mm-hmm. like slightly less. Ramara has this kind of refreshed attitude. You notice her hair, while all the rest of you are soaking wet now, um, Ramara's hair continues to float and the water glistens off of it. She has really great hair. (laughs) (laughs) To find out what kind of conditioner she's using. Hey, Ramara. What kind of conditioner are you using? No, Coach, shut up. (laughs) Like, if we get into trouble, like, what do you do? Like, what's what's your role here? Are you able to take a hit? Do you need to 
stay in the back? Can you back us up? Like, I can back you up. Don't worry. So you can take care of yourself. Yes. Yes. Well, I believe you. She used to go adventuring with Massimo Lionheart. You think she can't handle herself in a tight spot? Well, no offense to Massimo, but I feel like he's the guy in the front getting hit by a lot of stuff. And maybe, you know, she's the one healing him or shielding him. I understand your hesitation. I've got skills. All right. Well, if you need a person to stand in the front and get hit by a lot of stuff, let's make that coach. Uh, Noted. I got you. All right. So you guys make your way through the waterfall, and you do actually walk on water for a little bit of time, so the spell comes in handy. Um, It's not terribly deep. It's it's only about a foot or so. Point of Um, order, uh, Silius is going to use his staff and get mage armor. Okay, mage armor is cast. Thank you. Point of order. Uh, Are we, do we like ice skate on the water? (laughs) Or are we just walking? You can you can ice skate. Yes. It's water walk is the la, name la, of the spell. So water, you know. It'd be water skating. You make your way into the waterfall area and there's a series of caves and a couple minutes go by and you come to a crosswalk where there's a a few different entrances, uh, south, north, and east. Mm, We got three ways. So we're going to split up. Nope. No, we stay together. You guys are going to go down there. We're a crew, coach. We don't separate. I'm going to use divine intervention. (laughs) That's a hard one. You're going to use divine intervention? I, oh, divine sense. Oh, that's okay. Which I have six charges of, so I should know what that does. With your divine sense, mm-hmm. uh, you don't sense any undead celestials or fiends, but you do get a sense of general evil a little bit further in the cave to the east. All and right. you also get a sense of kind of a playfulness. In the same direction? In the same direction. So it feels bad, which means probably this way... Pointing towards the east. So um, I'm entering precognition, and I'm going to have um, I'm going to turn on danger sense. Danger sense. Danger sense. She's going to turn on danger sense. Well, as an action, uh, I create a psychic model of reality in my mind. Holy. And That's way better than your show. danger sense. That's what Coach does too. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, I set it to show me a few seconds into the future. Whoa. So until my concentration ends, I can't be surprised. Attack rolls against me, can't gain advantage, and I gain plus 10 bonus to initiative. Her danger sense is Coach better just than like your jumps out of the way and of rocks and stuff. Yeah. It's getting advantage oh. on the exterior. And it's for like throws. eight hours, right? Yeah. But mine, mine is all the time. Though. Oh, snap! So you're you're just seeing into the future constantly? <laughs> Jeez. Just a couple seconds into the future, it says, though, right? That is crazy. Like 10 seconds. A few seconds. That's awesome. You see Ramara kind of shift as, as almost like she's phasing, and then she comes back. She's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Wait, what? Ramara, I think perhaps you ought to walk uh, down this hallway first. Uh, here, allow me. And Sars is going to put a hand on Ramora and cast Guidance. And then she's going to, after that's done, put another hand on you and cast Virtue. Mm. You're going to get uh, six temporary hit points. Cool. Thanks. Right. You guys make your way uh, to the through the Eastern Tunnel a couple of minutes. And Ramara 
because of your ability, you sense movement in the shadows. It gets very, very dark um, as you're moving forward. Are are you guys using any kind of light uh, or just using dark vision or... I've got dark vision. Dark vision. Does anybody not have dark vision? I don't have dark vision. <laughs> I don't have dark vision. Ha! I like this area. Rumara. You're just using light? Yeah. What are you lighting? Uh, the shield. Okay. In front of the shield. Rumara, Jarek has a little bit of light. You sense there's movement on the walls, and you're in this cave that kind of goes forward a little bit. There are a couple of alleyways that kind of push out to the side, and you sense this movement, um, and it's above you and to the sides of you. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to silently point at what I'm noticing so these guys catch up and, like, do a little, you know, sneaky motion with my I'm going to see that she does that, know that I am the only one who can't, like, just, like, turn my head and look, and I'm going to, like with a fair amount of like steely resolve, not turn the light towards it because that will tip off whatever it was. So I'm just holding the shield forward okay. and knowing that there's something around me I can't see that's probably super creepy. So because you don't turn your light, um, you just feel this kind of fuzzy leg that taps you on the shoulder and it stays there and you hear this And then you hear it to your left. And then you hear it above you. Are those of us with dark vision able to see anything? If you yeah. look up or to the left or right? I'm just gonna she, try she already pointed at that. Coach is going to straight look, look up. Yeah. yeah so I, I mean, I'm definitely going to look absolutely at it. Look you, you, you guys look around you and with your dark vision and, and Jarek's ambient light, and you see a wolf, but not an ordinary wolf. Do you see a wolf with spider legs? And there are oh my four of them surrounding you. I need everyone to roll initiative. Yeah. Ah, oh, jeez. Oh, dang it. <laughs> so, Ramara, you are up first. You have four big, like six feet long wolves with spider legs. They each have these, you know, eight legs coming out and they're fuzzy and gray and white. And they're, they're, uh, you know, some of them are uh, about 15 feet above you and there's a couple to the side and they're on the walls right now. They're looking at you with these glowing eyes. Uh, What would you like to do? And they're how far away? Um, Right now they're about 10 feet away on each side and about 15 feet above you. Okay. I'm going to start with a mind thrust. Okay. (laughs) So, Give him that old uh, mind thrust. Uh, go ahead and thrust. I'm pretty sure that's yeah. in Rocky Horror. So uh, the one that's closest to us, he has to succeed on intelligence saving throw or take 1d10 plus 1d4 apparently damage. Oh, no, sorry. No, it's 2d10 plus 1d4. These guys are not that intelligent. It's a seven. Lucky for us. <laughs> <laughs> they, they rolled a seven. It failed, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah, he needed to beat a 16. Okay. Yeah, he's super <laughs> yeah. fat. So it takes how much? Eight. Eight psychic damage. That was the precognition kicking in. Yeah. <laughs> she knew the number later. before the roll. Right. Mm-hmm. So you see Ramara uh, strike out to the one that's right above, 
and hold her hand out and her eyes squint and this wolf kind of shakes its head a little bit. It's very uncomfortable sounding. Jarek. I will draw my sword and hex the one that is uh, touching my shoulder. Okay. And I will attack it with my sword. Sounds good. Because of the level up, I have two attacks. First one, 15. That hits. 16 damage. This sword goes, uh, slices at the leg. And I strike again for 21. That also hits. 15 damage. Takes another slice to the abdomen. All right, at I'd that. really like to encounter some sort of animal that was just one animal and not two <laughs> creepy animals together. <laughs> just then, uh, as you're pulling back, you just swipe the sword. Uh, you, you hear this little... Oh my gosh. That is the creepiest Somebody thing find ever. that. Kill it first. Kill that first. <laughs> why, did the, why did the wolf spider make that noise? Um, it didn't, uh, because right in front of you, oh, a tiny little glowing being, it looks like it has kind of a potato-shaped head with two little eyes and a, and a smile, and it's floating right above you. It doesn't even have wings. It's just kind of floating right, and it goes... And it kind of boops your nose. <laughs> and I need you to roll a d20. Oh, last time something like this happened, I turned into a bat. <laughs> 14. And you get a charm. Should I read this? Charms are good. If you'd like. All right. Charm of plant talking. This charm has six charges. As an action, you can expend charges to cast entangle two charges or speak with plants three charges. Once all the charges are expended, this charm disappears. Cool. And he goes... And it goes better than being a bat. And it it floats away. (laughs) What what was that thing? Right in front of Coach, another one appears. It goes, and it it kind of of scratches your ear a little bit. What language is that out of here? I need you to roll a d20. 10. I'll give you a reaction. I'm not like small. Actually, I do like small flying things. Okay. Oh my gosh. Does it look like a pixie? It doesn't look like a pixie. Or a sprite, looks, or whatever those things were. It doesn't look like a sprite. You've seen sprites before. Oh. You are also uh, receive a charm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm going to save that for later. Okay, yep, yep. Okay. I'm going to save that Good. for later. And a third one comes up right in front of Ramara this time. And uh, it goes, <laughs> and it, and it kind of, and it just like touches your temples and it goes, <laughs> roll a d20, please. Four. Okay. <laughs> Chris has so many charms. What? I really do. You can read it if you want. Sure. Charm of deceptive speech. You have advantage on charisma, deception checks while made while lying. This effect lasts nine days, and Damn. then it, the charm disappears. So you guys, so the three of you that were booped and charmed um, <laughs> um, feel this kind of resurgence inside of your soul and your being. And you feel like you have some extra abilities and, and charisma and, and uh, it's kind of this interesting confidence that you have that you didn't have before. You're not going to have it forever, but you are charmed hmm. in a good way. Um, all right. Now, one of the spider direwolves um, is going to attack um, at Sarsa, and it is well, going to... I didn't to... do anything yet. <laughs> <laughs> it, I'm sorry, it we're is not going with direwolf spiders? <laughs> no, it's a, a spider direwolf. Right, spider no. direwolf. Spider direwolf. Spider direwolf. Okay, it's a spider direwolf. It's going to make a bite attack at Sarsa. Ooh, 20. 
Oh, well, that's going to hit. And I need you to make a constitution saving throw. So that's 15. Okay, so you succeed on that, but you take 15 damage. You feel this kind of, this pain that's surging in your bloodstream, but you fight it off. You kind of shrug it off. Your armor takes most of the the hit, um, but it really hurt. It's a tight squeeze on your arm, um, but you shrug off the poison that's coming from this uh, spy dire wolf. Uh, I also... Due to my Tempest domain, I sure. have yep. a thunderous uh, rebuke okay. um, for attacks uh, within five feet of me. So Ooh. my reaction, um, basically, he has to make a dex save. He rolled a 12. So he failed, and he's going to take 10 damage. <laughs> Maybe you should choose somebody else to be attacking there, you wee mot. Sorry, I also, sorry, because I have... Uh, I'm sixth. I'm Tempest Domain, uh, and it was lightning damage. It pushes him ten feet away. Oh, okay. The one that Ramara kind of psychically hurt is going to attack back at her, um, and it's going to make a bite attack. Fifteen. Does that hit? First page should be 13. near the top. Thirteen. So that does hit. You take eleven points of damage, Ooh. and you need to make a Constitution saving throw. 19. Nice. 19 succeeds, so you also shrug off (laughs) this poison um, that's coming in from the bite, but you still uh, kind of shrug, take a little bit of a bite attack. The one that it's right in the back, and it's going to make an attack at Salias. Ooh, that's a natural 20. (laughs) Kind of comes up behind you and bites your leg. You take 20 points of piercing damage, and then you make a constitution saving throw. I'm dead now. No. (laughs) 20 damage. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, bend my luck on that a little oh, bit. Okay. That's gonna be a 16. Okay, that succeeds. All right. So you also shrug off uh, with a little bit of magic innate in you, and you shrug off the poison. But that bite really hurt. Yeah, it did. All right, and Salias, your turn. Uh, I'm gonna attack that guy. I'll do a chromatic orb at him. Okay. Uh, lightning damage. All right, that's a 19 plus 7. That's a 26. 26 hits. <laughs> <laughs> What's your damage? Chromatic orb. Uh, 13, 18. Lightning damage? Yeah. <laughs> this is spy dire wolf. <laughs> spy dire. Um, it just lights up and the whole cave just crackles with ozone. Um, it's a very powerful rebuke and... Kind of, he just explodes into dust and flakes and everything. That's what and, you get. <laughs> and uh, it, everything kind of crackles, and Salise's beard kind of goes. Sarsa, you're up. All right. Well, I'm going to sacred flame the wolf to my left that I just pushed back. Okay. Uh, so that means to got to make a deck save. That's a thirteen. Thirteen. That's going to fail. Okay. Give me 11 radiant damage. And then I'm also going to do my spiritual weapon as a level two. So this giant glowing anchor comes out. Yes. And we're going to attack that same one. So let's see how that goes. So that'll be 22. Yeah, 22 hits. So that'll be 11 damage as well. So radiant damage hits this this spider wolf hybrid creature and... Uh, burns it with searing divine energy and then an anchor smacks it from behind, knocking it and kind of like turns over and it's and it's limps up a little bit and it's really hurt, but it's still on its feet. You best stay down there, doggo. Coach, you're up. Now it's time. <laughs> oh, God. 
a Kalika. <laughs> <laughs>